Welcome to another episode of Mormon Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real. Grateful to be with you today. Today I want to talk to you about a couple of projects that we've done recently, namely the Struggle is Real audio podcast, as well as the Mormon Primer, which is a document. A uh, couple of different things here. I, I And I want to just share kind of what's going on behind it, and, I'm, and I want to ask for your help. So I know that there are thousands of regular listeners to Mormon Discussion Podcast. Uh, we are getting, within the first week or two, we're getting about 4,000 downloads on the newest episode. We're getting about a half million downloads a year. And we're guessing that there's somewhere in the neighborhood of about 40,000 people who interact with the podcast over the course of a year. And in knowing that data, like we have the ability to make these nudges, to just kind of nudge, to nudge things by asking good questions, by, by sharing in a kind and charitable way the information that is out there. And as I looked around over the last year, and this has been a project, both of these really have been a project on my mind for some time. As you look around, you see things like the CES letter. And the CES letter, it's effective. It's effective in that it takes a Latter-day Saint. If the person on any level is like willing to like just let some information into their head, when they open the document, they see dozens and dozens of issues within the church that they had never been told about before. And if their brain doesn't distance itself from that information as being, oh, that's a lie, that's not true, that's anti-Mormon. If, if they don't do that, then the cognitive dissonance begins to build and the shelf begins to get weight on it, right? And, and the CES letter, what it does is it presents the information in like, you've been duped, you've been fooled, you've been lied to. And, and that poses issues for me. Like, I'm not a fan of handing somebody the CES letter and saying, read this. And then if they do going, ha ha, gotcha. I don't want to do that. But what I do want to do, because you and I both know the only way we get the church leaders at a local level, the, our, our family members who love and care for us, our friends, our extended family, the only way we get them to to understand where we're at, to validate or empathize with the with the the difficulty of this faith transition. The only way we do that is if we get them to see like this is a whole lot messier than you thought it was. And it's not in an effort to tear their faith down. It's in an effort to build a healthier, more realistic narrative for the church where we don't shame each other for not having the certitude that this is true, but that we realize all of us that this is messy. It's reasonable to walk away, but let's have faith and let's somehow make this work. And and so seeing that the CES letter would be pushed away by a lot of people as, as anti-Mormon or as something full of lies, right? And realizing too that there really wasn't any audio out there that walked people into the messiness in a loving, kind way. I've set about in the last few months to put out an audio episode 
as well as a document that tries to accomplish both of these things. The audio was released a couple months ago. It was titled, The Struggle is Real. And in the softest, kindest way, I simply try to share with your loved ones, with the people you care about, and with leaders who have an impact on how your experience at church goes. I tried to share with them, like, I'm active, I'm faithful, I'm in the church, I've been through this, now can I please walk you into the LDS.org essays and show you what is the issue there? Let me show you why this gets messy. And and that episode has been downloaded more than any of the other episodes I've done recently in the last year. And knowing that, it tells me that many of you went and shared that with somebody. And I got tons of emails from people who who said, I shared it with my stake president. I shared it with my bishop. I shared it with my mom and dad. I shared it with my sister. And and I want to say, like, it's been great. And I've gotten emails from people who said, so-and-so shared this with me, and now I understand them better. And so I simply want to extend to you, the listener, like, if you haven't tried to, like, listen to that again, and, and you thought, like, could I share this? Like, does this come off faithful and loving enough that my loved one would hear this and listen? And I get it. It is scary, guys. This last Sunday, I just put a post on Facebook. This last Sunday, I I speak up in my son, oh, in my priesthood uh, class, in, in the high priest uh, quorum. And, and you guys, like, you hear me, like, I'm confident. I, I know the information. I know how to kind of frame these things. And yet, when I raised my hand in class and said what I knew had to be said, like, I was literally shaking and my voice was cracking and I couldn't catch my breath enough to get out the sentences comfortably enough. I was so nervous. I get it. Like, I fully understand, like, how uncomfortable it is for us to open up to our loved ones, to our local leaders and, and say like, Hey, I, I need you to know what I'm going through and here's what it looks like. But I'm trying to put out materials that help you to do that. And so I'm, I'm simply, I don't want anybody to do it simply because I'm asking you to consider it because I realize that there are situations out there where it's just not the right, the risk to take. I get it. But I simply want to extend an offer, like, like, listen to that episode again. I will put it in the show notes of this episode. Listen to that episode again. Say, could I share this with a few people who, who I think might be open and willing to hear what I have to say or what I'm going through or what the way, the way Brother Real frames this. And, and, and I think that episode is so soft and kind and easy that it's hard to kind of listen to that and, and feel like, oh, I just got lied to. I don't, I don't think it comes across that way. And I think the church at all levels, they have got to grasp that this is messy and we have got to begin having vulnerable conversations about it being messy. And it's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable, but it's the only choice we have to slow this down. It's the only choice we have to keep people who are in a faith transition. The second thing I was working on was this document and I wanted a document that discussed the issues that the CES letter discusses, but I wanted it to be objective. I wanted it to be fair. I wanted it to be informational and full of resources and footnotes so that as someone was reading it, two things would happen. One, they would see the perspective of multiple points of view. They would see where there's disagreement, see where there's agreement, 
there would be tons of footnotes and resources so that also when they got done reading a section, if there was any desire on their part to go find out more, that they would have tons of sources to go chase down. And I tried to be fair, like if if there was an LDS.org gospel topic essay, I put that at the top. And and yes, on some of the issues, there are more critical resources near the top. But on most of the issues, there are more apologetic or official resources near the top. And that was done intentionally. And so this document walks folks into uh, several issues. I think it's 19 issues that I talk about. And in each issue, I put an interesting piece of art or, or photograph or image at the top, something kind of new, something maybe they, they've never seen before. So it kind of opens the mind to that there's, there's new ways in which to see the gospel and the restoration. And, and then I, I walk them into each of these issues holding their hand and saying like, look, this is how these people frame this. And it's my hope that you guys will feel like this document is safe enough to share. And I'm hoping that if you're right on the edge of that, that that I could challenge you to take some risk. And again, I, I don't want to be said as saying take the risk because I know sometimes it's not the right thing, but I'm asking you to consider it. Like I'm hoping these documents get this document and this audio get some legs because I think they're both really helpful. I don't think either one of them can really be said to be critical or anti. They're simply laying out the data. And I think laying out the data in a faithful way that, for instance, on the document, three of the four perspectives are believing perspectives. Only one of them is from a critical point of view. Now, I also want to say, too, I need your help. And here's where I need your help. And I've gotten help from some of you already. And, and some of you have sent me some revisions and I haven't worked those in yet. It's when, when you're one person and you're sitting with 15 to 20 revisions, it would be easier. And I apologize if I could get some of you to go back and take now this document, which is a living document. So here it is. The document I've created, which is called the Mormon primer. Again, it will be in the show notes here. There will be the hard copy, which is the one you can view and see it kind of as a completed document. And you could share that with your loved ones and those who care about you or or who have stewardship over you. But one of the URLs there will be a link to the Google Doc in a way that you have access to comment on it and to edit it. Um, you can make suggested edits, which means you won't be able to change anything I've written but it will it will put a secondary sentence or word or change into that text and tell me like do you want to delete this and add what so and so suggested would you please as the listeners there's thousands of you would you please take this document and spend an hour picking a section you like and going through and making some suggested edits like i want to make this document as objective and as unbiased as we can I want this document to be fair. I want it to represent these four points of view in a way that honors those four points of view. Please, would you please, if, if you if you find value in the podcast, if you find value in the work that we're doing here, would you please help make this document a success? And some folks have already begun editing it, and I'm hoping that dozens and dozens and dozens of 
more of you will jump in and, and begin to work with this. It would be such a big help to me. I also want to extend an invitation. And and here's the issue. Richard Bushman says the dominant narrative of Mormonism is not true. It can't sustain itself. And he's and he's wholly right. And and I've extended this invitation before, but nobody takes me up on it. I've I've been on the record on Facebook asking questions to folks like Brian Hales, to Mike Ash, to John Lynch, to Steve Densley, to uh, others among Fair Mormon. And whenever I ask a really tough question, first, many of them, and I have to give Mike Ash credit, he just said, I'm just not going to answer your question. But the problem is that questions need to be honored, right? And so I want to extend an invitation to apologists. Like, please, you are free to also jump into this document and to make suggestions. I, I would welcome your input. If if any of you want to come on the podcast and have a conversation about what I see as these messy issues and why we need to have vulnerable conversations, and you would like to engage in one of those, like, I'll give you four hours, and it will be the kindest, softest conversation you've ever had. I promise you, but I'm also going to ask tough questions and I'm also going to hope that you're going to honor them by answering them. And, and it's frustrating. If I can just express my frustration and the frustration of everybody here who listens, it is frustrating when we ask the right follow-up question to the apologetic answer and you guys just disappear, just backing away out of the conversation and disappear. I welcome a conversation. I want conversations. If there's better ways to frame things, fine. But let's talk about what is the most reasonable, most uh, rational, most logical way to explain these things. And and if and if it's not the apologetic answer, like let's let's just acknowledge that. Let's say like, hey, it's not the most plausible answer, but this is the one we go with. It's okay. To finish off the program, guys, there's these two things: this audio and this document. The audio is done. It is out there. Consider sharing it with your friends and family, with your leaders. Let them see what you're seeing and feel what you're feeling. And then with this document, if I can just beg, please, dozens of you, dozens of you, please jump in, take this document and edit it. If if I'm posing the orthodox view as too much of a characterization, right? Like get rid of that. Let's like let's chop that away. Let's take the average member, believing member of the church, and let's try to represent their view appropriately. Let's, on the apologetic view, let's represent the apologetic voice appropriately. In the critical and progressive view, let's represent those voices appropriately. And if there are sources or footnotes or references or scriptures, I mean, feel free to to put scriptural footnotes where they're applicable. Feel free to add additional answers. Feel free to to fix my grammar or create better sentence structure. Like, let's make this document something that is super effective. Again, I appreciate each of you. This podcast is beginning to kind of go off in some different directions. We're trying to accomplish things we haven't done before. And, and so badly, whether it's you contributing audio you contributing a blog post, I invite you to do that. Please record something, send it to me, start your own podcast series. I will host it. 
create a name for your podcast series. Send me a logo, send me some audio, and we will put it up. And you'll have the chance for thousands of uh, progressive Latter-day Saints to hear your voice and to hear you express uh, your thoughts. And, and I welcome that. If you want to share a blog post, I welcome that. But I'm open to you as the listener joining this, this, this project that we call Mormon Discussion and making this, this giant umbrella that, that covers lots of various, uh, topics and voices and perspectives. And that, that Mormon Discussion podcast only be one of those. And I think that gives us the vibrancy to go long into the future. God bless each of you. Again, check this out on the website, mormondiscussionpodcast.org. Find this episode, and in the uh, show notes for this episode, you will see a link to the document that you can edit. You will see a link to the Struggle is Real audio, and you will see a link to the document that can be shared and just read and viewed. God bless you. May the Lord warm your shoulders. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.